Hello everybody, this is Kia from Wicked Majesty and you are listening to Tea and Terror Podcast, the show that entertains with true and fictional stories from beyond the grave for people who love horror. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Tea and Terror Podcast. I am your host, Kia Reed. Tonight, I will continue reading The Yellow Wallpaper by Charlotte Perkins Gilman. Now, there has been some speculation about this story. There's been the idea that this is a feminist story. Just so everybody knows, the purpose of me choosing to present this story is not based on political purposes. In fact, the main reason why this story caught my attention is because of the mental illness that the protagonist has in this story and how it slowly starts to take over her rational mind. That idea is pretty scary within itself, if I may say so myself. Anyway, if you are just joining in for the story and you feel lost within the narration, my suggestion would be to listen to the previous episodes. That way you will be up to date with the story. If you make it through the entire episode and you like what you hear tonight and you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, then please share the Tea and Terror podcast with others and add it to your playlist. If you are listening from my Wicked Majesty YouTube channel, please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you very much. Now let's get back to the story. I didn't realize for a long time what the thing was that showed behind that dim sub pattern, but now I am quite sure it is a woman. By daylight, she is subdued quiet. I fancy it is pattern that keeps her so still. It is so puzzling. It keeps me quiet by the hour. I lie down ever so much now. John says it's good for me and to sleep all I can. Indeed, he started the habit by making me lie down for an hour after each meal. It is very bad habit, I am convinced. For you see, I don't sleep, and that cultivates deceit, for I don't tell them I'm awake. Oh no, the fact is, I'm getting a little afraid of John. He seems very queer sometimes, and even Jenny has an explicable look. It strikes me occasionally, just as a scientific hypothesis, that perhaps it is the paper. I have watched John when he did not know I was looking, and come into the room suddenly on the most innocent excuses and I've caught him several times looking at the paper and Jenny too. I caught Jenny with her hands on it once. She didn't know I was in the room when I asked her a very quiet voice with the most restrained manner possible what she was doing with the paper. She turned around as if she had been caught stealing and looked quite angry, asked me why I should frighten her so. Then she said that the paper stained everything it touched, that she had found yellow smooches on all my clothes and John's, and she wished we would 
be more careful. Did not sound innocent, but I know she was studying that pattern, and I am determined that nobody shall find it out but myself. Life is very much more exciting now than it used to be. You see, I have something more to expect, to look forward to, to watch. I really do eat better and am more quiet than I was. John is so pleased to see me improve. He laughed a little the other day and said, I seem to be flourishing in spite of my wallpaper. I turned it off with a laugh. I had no intention of telling him it was because of the wallpaper. He would make fun of me. He might even want to take me away. I don't want to leave now until I have found it out. There is a week more and I think that will be enough. I'm feeling ever so much better. I don't sleep much at night for it is so interesting to watch developments, but I sleep a good deal in the daytime. In the daytime, it is tiresome and perplexing. There are always new shoots on the fungus and new shades of yellow all over it. I cannot keep count of them, though I have tried consensuously. It is the strangest yellow, that paper. It makes me think of the yellow things I ever saw, not beautiful ones like buttercups, but old, foul, bad, yellow things. But there is something else about that paper, that smell. I noticed it the moment we came into the room, but with so much air and sun, it was not bad. Now, we have had a week of fog and rain, and whether the windows are open or not, the smell is here. It creeps all over the house. I find it hovering in the dining room, skulking in the parlor, hiding in the hall, lying in waiting for me on the stairs. It gets into my hair. Even when I go to ride, if I turn my head suddenly and surprise it, there is that smell. Such a peculiar odor, too. I have spent hours in trying to analyze it, to find what it smelled like. It is not bad at first, and very gently, but what quite a sepsis, most enduring odor I've ever met. In this damp weather, it is awful. I wake up in the night and find it hanging over me. It used to disturb me at first. I thought seriously of burning the house to reach that smell, but now I am used to it. The only thing that I can think of that it is like is the color of the paper, a yellow smell. There is a very funny mark on this wall, low down near the mop board, a streak that runs round and round. It goes behind every piece of furniture except the bed, a long, straight, even smooch, as if it had been rubbed over and over. I wonder how it was done, and who did it, and what they did it for. Round and round and... me dizzy. Well, that is our episode for the week. Thank you for listening. If you want to hear more episodes coming up in the future, then definitely add the Tea and Terror to your playlist on Spotify or Apple Podcast. You can also check out the show on my Wicked Majesty channel. This is Kia, and I will catch you next week. Same time, same place. Have a good night.